Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. My talkers, happy Thursday. We're hanging out with Julia and Maureen. It's a little MoJ show for the day, and we've got a couple special guests in studio to tell us all about what's about to hit us here. Nice in Minnesota. I know it. Hey, I you know, know it. We needed to get a shout out to our Brittany um, because she scheduled Sean and Laley um, to come in today. And Sean is the president of Minnesota Hemp Growers Co op, right? That is correct. That is correct. And I've been calling him Scott five times now, and I just got Sean right. So we'll see how this goes. And thank you, Laley, for coming in. Because I think a lot of people have questions now that Minnesota is going to be, you know, selling, you know, legalized marijuana. And what does that mean for the average show? And mm-hmm. when are we going to go in stores and buy it? And what is that all going to do? Yeah, win. Right? <laughs> I want to know did when. I, did I say that? Did I say that? Like, because we've been selling Delta 9 edibles mm-hmm. and we've had, you know, some other products that have been available for a while for everybody so what will people experience with the big change yeah so it's very very interesting how minnesota approached this um situation with legalization yeah last year we had a 151 72 pass which was the edible bill which essentially gave more of a regulatory framework around what was already happening in the industry okay so prior to the edible bill, we had a lot of intoxicating products utilizing variations of THC um, that were concerning to even players inside the industry. Okay. Um, so Laylee Fadihi here, uh, she is um, uh, principal and founder of Apparatus, and they are a consulting lobbying organization, and they were instrumental in in all aspects of legalization, including the edible bill. And one of the first steps was, um, let's get our arms wrapped around this unregulated market. Sure. Everything that was on the market was technically illegal because it was cannabinoids in food, and you cannot put cannabinoids in food. So what Minnesota did is we says, well, once you put cannabinoids in food, it's no longer food. And then we're also going to limit the amount And, and put some regulations around the identification of these products. Okay. And so that was step one. And now step two is then the legalization portion where we are going to continue to have this low potency over the counter market. Okay. But then we will have our traditional um, regulated adult use market that you see in other states through dispensaries and sure. what have you. So um, I may have packed a lot in there, but that's... That's kind of the umbrella of what we've seen in the last few years. Well, it's very exciting to a lot of people. And I think from a tax base, I'm thrilled for our state to 
be able to capitalize on that, you know, because it's going to help, I think, isn't it? Or not well, really? you know, the guiding philosophy behind passing this legislation was not actually for the tax revenue to be some cash cow for the state of Minnesota to mm-hmm. use for funding education and roads. Really, the fundamental principle behind legalization was to get rid of the illicit market and Mm -hmm. replace it with a well-regulated market and also to end the prohibition of cannabis, which has been an abject policy failure and has resulted in really uh, problematic, uh, disparate impacts, especially for communities of color and people of color in the state. Good, good. All right. So, well, I just was seeing if that was a thing and it isn't. Well, I mean, the tax revenue will be instrumental towards sustaining the regulatory infrastructure for the industry to ensure that consumers do have access to safe, well-regulated products. This was a hard-fought battle because it's been on the ballot for a while, hasn't it? Mm -hmm. And so um, I think a lot of people were excited and a lot of people were disappointed. I mean, you have both sides. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we actually in Minnesota don't have ballot initiatives, which is the way almost all other states have legalized, which is like they petition, Mm -hmm. people want it, it ends up on the ballot, they vote for it. If we had had that, Minnesota would have legalized years ago. We have to go through the legislature, and we have, until recently, had a split legislature. And while legalization legislation uh, has passed through the House, uh, it was getting caught up in the Senate. But with the trifecta this year, it was still a lot of work, though. I I believe it. So congratulations to you, and I'm not going to say anything else about our government, because obviously I don't know how it runs. (laughs) So I want to know, I want to know, okay, so dispensaries are coming, because a lot of us have traveled to different states and, you know, where it's legal and enjoyed going into a dispensary and all that kind of stuff. So August 1st is kind of like the opening day. But will we see dispensaries here before oh, no. another year out? Yeah. So so what we what we saw at bill signing was phase one. OK. Where there were some um, regulatory items that were effective immediately in this new legislation. Okay. And, that, and that was really dialing back some of the beverage potencies okay. that were taking some liberty with, with the language. Uh, we, we have another uh, milestone on July 1st where we start charging a sales tax on these products. Okay. Um, and then August 1st is when these uh, criminal provisions become active that's when a lot of the expungement activity begins uh that's when the ocm really gets ramped up um but for the most part and i'll let yeah so august one is when the personal possession of marijuana um becomes legal Mm -hmm. and so what people will be allowed is you can have uh up to two ounces uh, on you and up to two pounds at home. Oh. And also it's when the home grow provisions take effect, which is really exciting because Minnesota is only the 11th state. We're the 23rd state to legalize adult use cannabis, but we're the 11th state to legalize home grow. So people will be able to grow up to eight plants at home, four of which can be flowering at any given time. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's get to the fun stuff. Let's talk about the beverages. Let's talk about the edibles. Let's talk about for someone who's never tried any of this before <laughs> and doesn't want to have a glass of wine. I hear someone giggling. Uh, that's Grant over there. That's me. I, I love the fun stuff. I know. So I'm, so I'm like, so here you are. You don't want to have a glass of wine anymore. You want to just try something different. Like, 
how does one go about, you know, having five milligrams of like your drink you brought in today, Minnesota? Um, what what can someone expect? Yeah. So anybody that so we're going to deal with three types of people, um, the regular consumer or or the traditional consumer, um, the the maybe weekend consumer and then the complete new consumer. Right. If you have no experience with THC, you need to absolutely start slow and, and give yourself time just so you don't overdo it. Right. Um, and I'd say be at home. Be at home, be in a comfortable setting. Yes. Uh, your environment plays, I mean, a big role on your mental psyche and, and just your overall anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and I don't want to overly complicate this, but there's too many people that have had a bad first experience, oh, yeah. primarily because they were impatient. Mm-hmm. And these are one of these things where it's not like alcohol where you take a shot or you're starting to drink and you feel the onset within minutes. There's people that go hours before they have any effects. So if you're going to try an edible, if you're going to try a beverage for the first time, go to your lowest potency. Try a two and a half milligram beverage. Try half of a gummy. Um, after an hour, if you're not feeling any effects, you could take some more, but I would say give yourself two hours. When when I, I first spoke with Britt about this, it was, you know, Understand how your body reacts over the course of the day after your first dose, mm-hmm. because there are people that it's all about the physiology of your body. Right. So start very low, start very slow. Um, and then if you've tried it before, you, you kind of have an idea of how your body will react and mm-hmm. that will help you gauge how quickly you could consume more. So you, you could say, I've done this before. Um, I know what it's like to have that intense feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, I would be prepared eating this gummy. And then, of mm-hmm. course, a regular user like myself. Um, <laughs> like me. I mean. Tolerance is key. Tolerance is key. <laughs> yeah. And time and place, too. Time and place, yes. yes. 100%. Yeah. Okay, so tell us, Just we have a, just a couple minutes left. Sean. Um, <laughs> tell us, because we, we're familiar with Clarity. Yep. Um, the the beverage, do we call them THC beverages or what do we yeah. call them? Call, call them cannabis beverages, cannabis, THC cannabis beverages, beverages, CBD yeah. beverages. And now you have Minnesota. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, so Crested River, we, we've been operating since 2019. We are a cultivator manufacturer of, of topicals, uh, oils, and we manufacture for a number of brands. Um, I started making soda last year and we had a larger version of a soda pop with 10 and 20 milligrams. Oh, geez. And so now that um, uh, we've re- tweaked the language, we've mm-hmm. dialed those back to 10 milligrams, but then we wanted a lower potency for the masses in the cannabis curious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's where we came out with the mini soda. Um, um, it's a smaller version of what we offer. It's all natural ingredients, cane sugar, but we just don't use CB or THC. We use CBG and CBC, which are two um, minor cam- cannabinoids that uh, a lot of people that have beverages, um, they enjoy them because they, they feel relaxed, but they might actually uh, be a little more relaxed than, than you want to be. Oh, Almost okay. drowsy, if you will. Oh, okay. So with the CBG and CBC, um, you're actually going to enjoy the feeling because you're feeling more uplifted. Right. It's almost like a, a caffeine aspect of it, but it has nothing to do with caffeine. So, um, but yeah, so we are the only cannabis dedicated beverage manufacturer in the state. So we like to make sure that we're giving people uh, a good experience, uh, an experience that is ethically priced, but more importantly, um, 
we're completely Minnesota-based supply chain. Love mm-hmm. it. We only support our hemp cultivators. We mm-hmm. only support our hemp processors. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And give you the website. Uh, it's uh, Minnesota.cc. Also, CrestedRiver.com is the parent company. And um, and that mini is M-I-N-I soda, just right. to be clear. Correct. And is this available in liquor stores around the state? Or is it pretty much it, right now you need to order it off your website? So you, you can go to our website. But we, we are in a number of locations okay. through hemp-specific uh, Wellness stores. Wonderful. Um, Legacy Glassworks in Uptown. Mm-hmm. Natrium Hemp Wellness in St. Louis Park. Um, also St. Paul Cannabis right here in town off of Snelling. Uh, three very good locations. They're all about local. They're all about hemp. Um, they're all about uh, cannabis. Thank so, you so much. Yeah. I, th- I think this is helpful because a lot of people want to try things. And I'm like, well, you be at home. Just go slow. You know, yeah. this is all the stuff that we heard. Um, Sean and Lula. <laughs> Lately, not even. Not even. It's, it's been Leela. It's like ukulele, but Lele. I, I listen. Do you have a Minnesota over there? Or? Yeah, exactly. we're, we we are. I'll stop it. Thank you so much for taking time and coming no, in today you. and educating everybody. And congratulations. Yes, that's awesome. When we come back, it's time for random thoughts. Lori and Julia here with Ann Tressler of Tressler Law. Here's an interesting question from one of our listeners, Ann. She wants to know, can I stop my spouse from divorcing me? Well, the simple answer is no. (laughs) Because we're a no-fault divorce state and you don't need a reason for a divorce, if one party wants a divorce and the other does not, the divorce will move forward. Unfortunately, these are things that you have to deal with, and that's when sometimes we're dealing with the emotional aspect. We have a lot of clients where we have to work through that to get to the point where they're understanding and engaged to get to a good settlement and accept what's going to happen. Since she didn't want the divorce, can she make her spouse pay her attorney's fees? Not necessarily. The basis to ask for the other party to pay your attorney's fees is legally under need-based or conduct-based, and both are established on a case-by-case basis. Boy, there's a lot of details with a divorce. And so this is why you should go see Ann Tressler. For a free one-hour divorce consultation, go to TresslerLaw.com or use my talk keyword divorce. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. That's all it is. It's random. A <laughs> <laughs> little Brittany here. Hi, Brittany. I know you're listening. Hi, Brittany. I'll give her a little one of these. It's Brittany Witch. I know, you know who you are. All right. Listen up, people. So I think people have noticed if you've gotten your recent um, credit card or however you pay for Netflix, mm-hmm. the price has gone up. A little bit. I'm in the $21 tier. Oh, hey, um, hey. Um, Because I believe my children... I know they're, I'm willing to give them the $7. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off.
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Mom, you know. <laughs> You're such a good mom. I, I really am. I feel like that's a free dinner. That's, um, you know, that's a good deal. So anyway, it was interesting to me and not surprising at all that Costco now is wanting to kind of restrict the people that go through and use yeah, it. they're tightening up. So since they've had the Costco express lane to check yourself out, which I would never go to because there's so much in that cart. Oh. You know, you do self-checkout now at Costco. Uh-huh. Um, they would, people would just give other people their card and they would go in there and just check out because there's no ID check. Same with when you get the Costco gas. And I think on average... Costco gas might be 30 cents cheaper a gallon. Oh, yes. Oh, wow. I think Especially it's like the, 30. And the premium is, is even oh, more. Like if, if I don't use premium, but right. my friends do. And I, you know, I don't put premium in my truck. I would no. never. That, no. that premium, if, you're using, if you have to use it, go to Costco. Mm-hmm. So what they're saying is that now, just beware, when you check out, they're going to ask more for your photo ID as well as your Costco card to make sure that they match. Mm-hmm. Oh. And um, they're thinking maybe in the gas side, too. They oh. might they, kind of. I, I don't would, know how they would I ever was do say, that. Good luck with that, because, as you know, those lines are crazy oh. as it is. And if you slow them down anymore, you're gonna there's going to be a riot. There's going to be a riot. And that Costco, it costs about 60 bucks a month. They haven't raised their prices since 2017. I think I mean a year, not 60 bucks a month. Is it oh, 60 it, bucks no, a it's month? a year. You're oh, right. yeah. oh, gosh, you're so right. You're so, so. <laughs> Keeping you on your toes, Jules. It's my job today. <laughs> Listen, someone asked you. <laughs> I've got so many things going through my brain right now. It hurts. Hence random thoughts. That's I right. know. It. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. All right. So this story just scares me beyond belief. And I wish there was less people on the road because it would be super fun. The flying cars. Oh, um, back to the future coming to life. I know. So a legit flying car that can take off and track it, traffic and drive. Remember when... Remember how cool it was when you grew up if you saw that car with the propellers on the back of it? Yeah, it was a could, boat car, the, yeah. the combo, yeah. Yeah, that could like drive, the duck boat, right? Like yeah. the duck the boat, boat yeah. but it was a car. Oh. And people would buy a car. I can't remember what the name of it was. And if you'd see one, it's like, ah, oh, that car can go on water Sounding and on like land. a very Midwestern thing to me, but it is. Continue. It totally is. You know, we were obsessed with the Wienermobile, too. <laughs> exactly. um, this is how easy we did, but... The FAA has approved for the first time oh, a company oh, no. um, called the Leaf no. that no. Um, they said that they're going to allow it to test. Okay, to we test. Don't, we don't know what any of this means, but can you even imagine? I'm just picturing Back to the Future 2 when they're flying around with Doc Brown. You know, <laughs> exactly. I mean, just chaos. I, like, they're raining and they're, it's, I just, I can't imagine. The idea for like, uh, you know, um, what's, you know, just, just to have it like that as an attraction might yes, be something. Yes, yes, yes. Exactly. Like but drive a NASCAR car yeah, or yeah. drive a, a helicopter circuit. car. Yes. State Fair Sideshow. But yes. like nothing that. on the legal roads, please. No. Nothing. I think the FAA has bigger things to well, be concerned they, about, especially this weekend, like some on-time flight arrival, please, this weekend. They're having a hard time. Yes. We're going to be talking to our MSP friends at 5 and kind oh, of fantastic. get some tips on that. But all right, so you guys are not for it? No, against. Attraction, but not on the roads, no. Agreed, Grant.
I mean, right. I can't even get over this self-driving thing yet. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> let alone flying cars. No. Why would I want to see a flying car if I can't even handle this self-driving? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. no. Let's let's put our phones down. Let's take the computers out of the dashboards. Julia and I can agree with this. These massive oh. touchscreens that we have are just as distracting as any cell phone in my sure. eyes. And just focus on the road and listen to good old radio. Turn on Mojay. That's right. Actually, Mojay for the day. Thank you, Grant. There. Oh, gosh. All right. Now, I, I'm loving all the terms that our millennials and Gen Xers are giving us about how to quit jobs oh. and how to have the life job balance and, <laughs> and everything we wish we would have gotten. And maybe I'm just jealous, but the latest is kind of my favorite. You know, it's um, Gen Zers are here for live quitting their jobs. So this is a generation that has grown up with social media. Not the Shame. Whole, not, the, not the whole time because they didn't Shame. get social media till maybe they were 12. Okay. But everything is out loud. Everything, if it's not happening, if you didn't take a picture of it. And I'm not dissing anyone. This is just a different way than we grew up. Uh, I am. They have, they have everything. So um, this is um, something that's trending like a big trend right okay. now where you would quit your job and record it. Ugh. And do it live on TikTok or something. Live quitting. I quit my job. I quit my job. 91 million views. Another one has like 50 million views. Would you ever quit your job live? I mean, it seems like job suicide to me. No. Let alone suicide, but I mean, it, it, we've all done it before where we've changed jobs, not maybe not quit, but we've had to change jobs. Mm-hmm. And putting in that two week notice, it's like just typing it up. I'm sweating, you know, exactly. like, I mean, you don't, you just, you don't want to let them down. You don't, you know, that's the generation we have, but these kids right. are just like, I'm out. Peace. You know, yeah. they won't even show up sometimes. Right. I worked in a sales team where one guy <laughs> just decided not to show up anymore. Didn't quit. Didn't give us a notice. Just didn't show up. And I was like, okay, I guess I might that's... know people that did that at Domino's Pizza. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I, not, I'm not gonna share names. I might know someone that did that at the ground round. Mm-hmm. Just just left with her tray. Lori but, did I mean, that one day at her Chinese uh, food place that she worked up in Duluth. I oh, think. Perfect. Well, she would say they didn't serve the one main dish that was really hot, like fajitas. Right. But it was a flaming hot sweet and sour pork or something. Uh, yes. She just said, "We don't have that. It's not here today." Oh. So she went in to deal with it oh. because you remember. You know how heavy, because we're yes. waitresses, how heavy yes. your tray would be if someone ordered fajitas, because it's the tortillas, oh, it's the, the meat. cast iron skillet it's on it. It's skillet. And it's steaming. Oh. It's steaming. <laughs> right. So I kind of I kind of get that. But oh, no yeah. one was filming us, so that's what we're grateful for, right? right? Like, either way. So we weren't filming ourselves, no one was filming us. That's... Everything is just... Oh. It's right. the, it was the best time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, The adventure of the camera phone has ruined all fun. Uh, well, <laughs> and we're going to talk about that in Hollywood speak because someone is feeling really strongly about someone who we would want to go to a party with. All right. Um, all we're right. going to take Can't a quick wait. break. And when we come back, we've got a big treat for you. This is Lori and Julia. Moje for the day. We'll be right back. Okay. What does your floor feel like? Are you walking in cracks? Is your carpet so gross you would never invite anybody over? I don't know. If this is your problem, or if you just want a change, Hammernix has the most gorgeous in-stock flooring. Yesterday, sure, the, my neighbor went, and um, she's she called me on the drive home. Didn't even wait till she got home to say how excited she was about working with a designer. She went to the Rice Street location. How excited when she mentioned Lori and Julia. How <laughs> happy, you know, good things happen when you do that at Hammernix, and just how much... They knew and they were honoring pricing that she got quite a while. It was just, she was just beaming. And so Hammernix for all, they treat you so well. They're a local company. They've got on the west side of town, they're in New Hope on 169 Bass Lake Road in St. Paul. They're on Ray Street in Rochester now. They're open, designers on staff. 
installers on staff, great pricing up front, 12% discount on all in stock flooring. Mention Lori and Julie when you go to Hammernix. We are so delighted. We have some Jersey boys in the house with us, and we have Will Dusick. And he's a St. Paulite, graduated from Creighton Durham. And we have David Darrow, who has come home from New York City and is married to Michael Brandizi, the artistic director at Chanasson Dinner Theater, to his daughter Kat, who is starring in another play in town. So welcome, you guys. Thank you play you. Frankie Valley and Tommy DeVito. Kind of the two, kind of those are the two main, bigger, bigger Jersey Boy parts, right? Yeah, I'd say uh, Bob and uh, Nick are also are quite big. Um, but yeah, the, the Jersey Boys, Frankie and Tommy, definitely got a lot to do in the show. It is such a great show. I know a lot of our team has gone and seen it, and it's at the Chan Hassan Dinner Th- Theater through February 2024. Tickets are selling really well. Go to com for all your ticket information. So we'll start with you, Will. Yeah. So you're really young looking to me, <laughs> and, and you and you got this huge role is this kind of your first big 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 part yeah um i just graduated this past may from illinois wesleyan university with my degree in music theater and yeah this is my first like big job out of college and i'm very very lucky that it's at the place that it is with the role that it is and for the length of the contract that it oh, is. How much it doesn't is that? always happen. It's it's very fun and I'm I'm very feel very, very grateful that and I'm where I'm at. Yeah. And Frankie Valley was known because he had this three octave range and did this falsetto. I'm sure you can do that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> gotta do it for the job. Absolutely. You gotta do it. Now, did you yeah. always have that octave that range growing up and was falsetto something that you like loved to kind of sing? Yeah. Well I so I grew up my parents were both musicians my dad played in an orchestra and he also played for the husker marching band actually when he was in college Mm -hmm. that's so so funny yeah because we're husker moms Mm -hmm. yes yes so he grew up playing and being very appreciative of like classical music and orchestral music and then my mother is a music teacher um she teaches at a school over in northeast minneapolis and she grew up or i grew up with her as a music teacher and so i grew up in a family that was surrounded by music so then when it came to um, singing, my mom and dad both threw us into choirs, my siblings and I, both mm-hmm. in school and out of school, mm-hmm. and my vocal abilities kind of just developed from there. Um, for me, in terms of specifics in like falsetto, um, falsetto is how I, as a maturing singer, <laughs> figured out how to mark things instead <laughs> of singing them full voice, <laughs> and that was before I had learned what a mixed voice was. Um, whereas a blend of not just your, your chest voice and your head voice. Um, oh gosh, so, something I'm still yeah. waiting to learn to learn how to sing from my diaphragm <laughs> or not sing, talk. Ah. It gets wearing three hours every day, totally. you know, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. You know, and David now, David, I feel like I know you, um, <laughs> but this is kind of, you're coming home cause you guys live in New York city. And so you're, you're home. Yep. And you're starring in this. Um, was there any nepotism there? <laughs> you know, I, you don't have I, to answer that. <laughs> no, no, I, I've never worked at the dinner theater before, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just I, you know, my I do musicals sort of, but I'm an actor first, and so yes. my skill set is not necessarily right for what they. I, I'm not a dancer. I, you know, I'm a singer, but I, that's not my first thing. And mm-hmm. so I, it was really cool. And they, you know, part of what's great about Jersey Boys is that it's this like great play. 
It is. That it is, is surrounded Absolutely. by a bunch of, you know, brilliant American pop music. And mm-hmm. so the 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 fact that Tommy sings in the show, but that's not his main function was sort of a perfect fit. So right. And I, I love it. And we we're big fans of the Jersey Boy play. Have mm-hmm. not seen it. We'll see it. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that it just is always surprising to me. So. This is the most successful jukebox musical. Mm-hmm. And we've been to other ones. And, you know, I'll ask you this first, David. Why do you think this works so perfectly, Jersey Boys? Yeah, I mean, I think part, I think one of like the stigmas about jukebox musicals is that all the music, they sort of have to like shoehorn it into some kind of random series of, you know, events that, mm-hmm. you know, and it doesn't really make a good story. And with this show, it's Tommy DeVito, the real Tommy DeVito said it's 85% true, which is pretty good for a musical. Very good. And and all of the songs, they didn't, like, there's no character named Sherry. There's no character named Marianne. Right. Like, it's about the four guys performing, yes. um, which it, it just works so much better, and they don't try and turn it into some kind of weird fictional, you know, story about anything. It's it's really a great just journey for those four guys. It's such, mm-hmm. and it's, it's told in four seasons, yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. you know, and so Will, you know, you're Frankie. Yeah. And you go through a lot. Yes. And, say, and you sing like Quite how many songs, how many solo, <laughs> well, you guys don't have solo because it's all harmonization pretty much. Yeah. Well, so I think there are about a little over 30 songs in the wow. entire show. And I think Frankie sings around 27 of them, including about four solo songs where it's songs from when he was like in the solo part of his career when they were Frankie Valley in the four seasons, but he also had just his own recording right. artist as Frankie Valley. Has the smoke in the air bugged your singing at all? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Ezra, like it hasn't it hasn't taken it out completely, not at all. But you, it you've definitely, got this. You've got oh, yeah. this. <laughs> but it definitely you can you can feel a difference when your job is to talk and sing all day when something feels not right from the air yeah right. the air's been weird yeah i have so what's what's been your favorite moment so far david you know because it just opened really last friday night yeah i so okay i'll say i have two moments so okay. the first moment i just to talk about will for a second so i we, we were doing callbacks for the show mm-hmm. and this is months ago i think it was in january or something it was it was, it was in january i was still in school yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and you know we it was the four, first time the four of us sang together it was the first time i met will and we're doing Sherry, and so Andy, our music director, is teaching us the parts, and so we all do the bottom three parts first, mm-hmm. and we're all doing the harmony, and he's like, okay, we'll jump on top. And we all start singing, and Will comes in, and I stop singing. I I just had never heard. It, it's like, part of what's cool about the show is that it's like the moment everybody heard Frankie Valley for the first time, which is like, yeah, the range is amazing, it's high, it's, you know, there are lots of people who can sing high. There was There's this, like, electric, I've never heard that kind of voice quality to things, Wow. And and that that like actually happens in the theater every night. I have goosebumps, which yeah. is super super cool. Yeah. And it happened in the callback room. We were all just like, "Oh my god!" He I've just sing. never heard anybody he sound like he that. Too sweet. It's crazy. It's <laughs> yeah. crazy. That so is so weird. wonderful. Cool. And how about for you, Will? I oh mean, my gosh, um, one of my favorite moments. So I I loved. There was a Sunday, I believe it was, right before everybody else, the cast came in, and this was great for me because a lot of people. I mean, David had like a brief stint working for them when they did Footloose, uh-huh. but pretty much also everybody else in the, this cast has worked at the dinner theater before. So I was also coming in not only in this role, but also a as like the newbie mm-hmm. um, and definitely was reminded of that a couple of, of times in a positive way, in a completely positive way. But positive what was very, very helpful for me. Um, but also such a sweet and cool moment was there was a Sunday right before everybody else came in for the full company rehearsal where it was just the four of us. 
Um, it was just Sam Stoll and Shad Hanley were the all Shad we had on our yeah. radio show last. He's darling. Amazing. And what a beautiful voice. Very, very sweet. And mm-hmm. an incredible talent, incredible actor. He, um, the four of us, went in with our um, music director, Andy Koost. Which is, he's also fabulous. Also wonderful. I love him. Um, and we just worked through all of our like big songs in the show. And it was it was very, very fun. I I I just am in awe of you guys to have to be able to sing and to have that and act. I mean, how much fun is it every night? I mean, do you kind of pinch yourself sometimes that you get to do such a wonderful? Oh job? yeah, oh it's the funniest. It's the funniest thing, especially it's sometimes the most. Pain. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly—it's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Pinching ourselves happens for me, at least when we're putting on costumes. And I'm like, I get paid, paid to dress up. Like, this is so cool. Um, it is it is a lot of work. Do not mistake no. that. Yeah. But it, oh my gosh, it's sometimes it's like I get to play like a 16-year-old all the way to when he's like 60. Yeah. Right? Every yeah. single night, yeah. almost. That's and do you have your own so dressers then? Or does someone, or do you just, you just go back and just throw it on over? So we have some lovely dressers that have been helping us out. Um, but for the most part, we have to do a lot of quick changes. Either some other actors will help you out. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot with this show because they it traverses so much time of changing scenery and changing location and time and place and what you're wearing happens on stage so there's a lot of times where we're taking a jacket off or sometimes like a top off and we're handing it off to somebody and they're handing us a different jacket while the lights are brought down and then like all, of a, sudden, all wow. of a sudden all of a sudden in like wow. eight seconds and it comes back up yeah. and now you're supposed to be in a different place like 10 years later yeah. chronologically oh, wow. it's yeah. ridiculous like, okay so we're we're with will dusek and david darrow and they star as frankie valley and tommy devito in the jersey boys at the classic place we love Chanes and dinner theater we were passionate about Chanes and <laughs> Chanes and dt.com for all your tickets and i just i'm just so delighted i feel like i've met three of you so far and <laughs> and you guys just the enthusiasm and the joy and and i think donna saw the show and she just absolutely raved about it mm-hmm. and this is one show i think all generations can go to and it makes it brings tears to my eyes because mm-hmm. the first time we saw it i just was like how can anything be this good on stage yeah I mean, that's the awe. So mm-hmm. I'm so delighted to meet you and love how much you guys love it. And mm-hmm. you, I'm sure everyone can feel it. And thank you for taking time to come in, uh, driving over here today. It's of really course. cool to meet yeah. you guys. Yeah, and best of luck. Yeah. And we'll be seeing you. Great. Great. In the front row screaming. Yeah. And please, 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 yes. please. Yeah. I know. <laughs> thank you so much for your time. Jersey Boys, it is through February 2024 at the Chan. And um, just so fun. Thank you for Thank having you. me. So and much, love yeah. how much you love your job. So great to meet you. All <laughs> right. When you. we take a break, we are taking a break. We're going to come back with Hollywood Speak. Hey, gang. It's Julia here for First Equity Mortgage. And um, David was just in yesterday. We were talking with him about what's going on in the housing industry, in the debt industry. It's all moving. Inventory is a little light in, in homes. So you have to make sure that you're pre-approved, that you know what you can afford. 
And First Equity is there to be your partner. And um, you need to work with someone local who knows what's happening in this market and has your back. And that's what they do. And if you find yourself on the other end, like you are in a debt situation that just kind of got out of control for certain reasons, you know, call them. Let them do the math to figure out if refinancing, if you have a lot of equity in your home, what that would look like for you. Because bringing down the debt at those huge percentages people are paying, it would really behoove you call them today at 763-251-8000 or you can always go to my talk keyword david that's first equity mortgage what's the meaning of this um okay let's see here where do we even start first of all thank you for filling in today i just have to say the chanhassen guys will and david just left how amazing just amazing. Those two were darling to listen to. And oh. so were, you know, they're Gra- so gracious. Gra- darling, now yeah. <laughs> I have you. That's from you guys. I know. I know. I just want to say that show is um, something you really need to go see. Everyone enjoys that show. It's it's beyond. I can't wait. Jeff's never seen it, so I can't wait for us to go to that. Um, and um, just another on another note, uh, Frankie Valley. Here's a Hollywood speak. Just got married. Oh, fantastic. He got married to Jackie. <laughs> Jackie Jacobs in Las Vegas. He's 89. She's 60. But you know, I don't know yeah. what. They've they've been going out a long time. Well, isn't 89 the new 60? So they should be there fine, right? I, I don't know. Do you think 80 is the new 60? Because I'm kind of close. <laughs> I'm not sure. And I don't feel 80. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think my mom, who's 87 <laughs> or 6, is like me yet, no. but I do. We were going through the pictures last <laughs> night because my mom is really passionately trying to get rid of the picture books. And mm-hmm. Four of the five siblings were there, and looking at my mom and my dad and all these old pictures, I mean, my mom just—it's me. And then my <laughs> dad, and I'm like, it's me. And then my brother Casey, or. I'm like, that's Will, my son. And it's just so weird when you look back at some really older mm-hmm. pictures and just now, but you haven't seen for a long time and you kind of just see yourself. Well, DNA is real. It's a real thing. And I have to backpedal for a second. Um, Julia has a Will and I have a David. And we that do. is how we were able to remember their names and say them properly <laughs> in the studio. Um, so that was kind of ironic. <laughs> but anyway, Will and David. So a shout out to our well, and yes. our David. So. And I'm sure maybe yours is listening. Mine, mine is quit listening. years ago. I'm sure. Mine I'm has sure, quit I'm this sure. gig a long time ago. But I'm glad you had a step forward in the picture project, or as I call it, the giant picture project. I do, and mm-hmm. they're all in the back of my car. Fantastic. Uh-huh, and, I, and I'm just looking for a big bin for them to go into. Yeah. And then, But I do have a woman who sent me information about, if you are doing that, she's one of our listeners. Okay. Um, She sent me information. I have to try to, where would I put it? Um, her daughter does this and helps people put it on CDs. Oh, and like we can send in, her our shoebox? We could send her it all, and they do it. Oh, but, fantastic. But no, I, I, that's going to take me a minute, and I I just good. can't do it right now. But there is a woman. Granted, it was an email like yesterday or the day before, just mm-hmm. an email to Lil J. Um, it just to, if you can see the name of it. But anyway, Frankie Valley, you know, he had trauma. Oh, you know, like, huge. His, his daughter... Uh, died tragically very young in a car accident, and then his other daughter um, died um, six months later due to a drug do- overdose. So he lost two of his daughters yeah, very early. The show is just a showstopper. Does Everyone would enjoy the, it. Does that happen in the uh, show? I think they address one of it, the, oh, the, one remember. of the daughters. But it is an amazing show. And if you can see, could see these two act, 
characters in person, you would be racing to the Chan to see it. You, you would. Okay, so here's a Hollywood speak. I do actually have a Hollywood speak. Kevin Costner. Oh, he's in the news these days. Yes, he is. So he, there's two different headlines. He gets candid about difficulties in filming new movie after leaving hit series Yellowstone. Mm -hmm. And amid his divorce drama, and this is his quote, sometimes you just have to let some things go. Well, that's, those are true words, Kevin Costner. Mm -hmm. Those are true words. And this is, he was so obsessed with filming in this one place, Mm -hmm. but because a big snowstorm was coming and he invested all this time and energy and built like, I think a bridge in, um, I don't know if it was Montana or Utah and so obsessed, but everyone's like, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. It's (laughs) not going to work. And he had to let go. And I think this might be more about the site versus his wife. Yeah. (laughs) Because I feel like I feel like the wife stuff. And Grant, I have it somewhere. If you can't find it, yeah, I've been looking. Here. I'm gonna I'm gonna find it and I'll give it out to people maybe okay. at, at tomorrow okay. during randoms. And then his wife, they've kind of got a little bit of an agreement that she agrees that she's going to vacate their mansion. Mm-hmm. She in the prenup only had a month, but she's agreed to vacate at the end of August. She has 50 days to find a new place, and then she says that. If he, she agrees to that, if Kevin will agree to with whatever support mm-hmm. and fee orders that the court makes on July 12th, that he will honor those and instead okay. of the prenup. So I'm still astounded at the $168,000 per month that she's asking for support. And he says it's only $32,000 a month. Okay. Well, I mean, the thing is, is that spousal support or child support? Right, because those are two different They're things. They're two completely different mm-hmm. things. And if you're already paying for their education and their health care, can right. you imagine? 15, 14, and 13 has But he has out. that much money and they're used to that lifestyle. Uh, correct. So correct. why shouldn't they? You know? Agreed. Word. I, I, word. Word. <laughs> word to your mom. Word. I love it. Word. <laughs> word. Okay, so we need to chat about Madonna, and this won't be much Hollywood speaking, but oh. they were really worried about yeah. her. Yeah. And so, and so we don't know um, what's going to happen. We are waiting to hear from Excel for our people who are going with us to the Madonna suite. Oh, right. What the word is from Live Nation, from Live Nation to Excel. I mean, it'll, it'll come down. But right now, for all purposes, I believe that the Madonna concert that was going to be on the, um, that we were going to on the 30th of July is going to be canceled, postponed. Right. So we'll see what happens. Um, They were worried. People were worried. They were preparing for the worst. And then there's all these other quotes in the Madonna story about um, she needs to remember age. I mean, it's just dismissive quotes. Mm -hmm. Yes, she's older and she was burning at both ends. Mm -hmm. But, you know, so do other people. Right. You know, and um, kind of saying that she needs to remember she's older. And I feel like my body's whack-a-mole. You know, one day it's the shoulder, hit that one. One day it's the inner thigh strength, you know, hit that. So I can't even imagine how she was training because I believe she really, really needed and wanted this tour to be exceptional. I agree. Because she's up against some competitive tickets. Beyonce, Taylor Swift, Pink, you know, who do amazing shows. Mm -hmm. And she, I think, really was going to bring it. And so I, I, we wish her well. Do you we think, question, well. do you think that with all those shows going on, and it, this was kind of, this you know. This is something that's out there, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. with all those shows going on, do you think that, and I'm not saying that she's, but would it have been better for her to maybe do this tour next summer and give herself more time rather than working these 12-hour days that, you know, killing herself leading up to it? No, That's who she is. Yeah. Yeah. She's a, 
She's perfectionist. She's a perfectionist she and was one of the most disciplined. She has six oh, yeah. children. She yeah. was one of the Amazing. most disciplined. Yeah. She was on that microbiotic diet, mm. diet and didn't eat a carb or like anything yummy for years. Never mm-hmm. drank and never, mm-hmm. did, never did anything. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think she just decided, you know, a few years ago to have fun again. Yep. Yeah. You yep. know? I hope she's okay. I hope she is too. And I just, I just hope. And that, there's also what you said, Grant, but other people have said maybe she just didn't feel like it was going good enough. And she, that was what I was going to bring I, up. Next. You can't fake this because people <sighs> would be checking the di- the hospital yes. that you went to in New York. You know, this is that that's a big. There is guess. some of those rumors swirling yeah. around, but like you said, with the, I'm going to say they're not true. They're not true. Okay, no. that was. I just wanted your Hollywood speak on that. Not true. I mm-hmm. I didn't think so. I just thought maybe if she didn't, she give herself a little bit more time to prepare. She might have not put herself in such a bad situation. Mm-hmm. That's all. I think I think she knows who she is. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think she's got it. I think it's going to be great. It will be. I feel bad for all of her supporting, like the dancers. It and affects all her, everybody. Like that whole it has to be a huge tour, huge show. So oh, that's yeah. a big right. blow to them. It for is for sure. And on the other end, I hope people stop throwing things at our performers. Oh yeah. my goodness! Someone yeah. just threw something less than it. Someone, I don't know. Kelsey this, Bellarini. So yeah, we I don't had, know what this really? new trend Didi is. Rexa was hit with the cell phone yep. in the eye. There was another musician. I just was going to bring this for the top of. I can't remember the name. That uh, someone jumped up on stage and punched him in the face oh. this last week. Pink got ashes from a mm-hmm. from a fan oh, of her that. mother, and now today Kelsey Bellarini was hit in the face while performing in Idaho. What people? You're there to watch them perform. Leave your hands in your pockets and your arms in the ride at all times, right? You almost think people shouldn't be allowed with anything to go in but their credit card. Mm-hmm. Ziplock your phone. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wonder if there's going to be all these rules because there's mm-hmm. the three people that ruin it for everybody. Well, that's mm-hmm. why they give, you know, when they when you have like a can of alcohol, they open yep. it up for you. Yes, true. They take yep. the caps away yes, so you can't, yep. you can't yep. lug it you at somebody. You can't throw it when it's full and solid. Right. So, right. But yeah, right. people are finding other things to throw. That's is, It's just ridiculous. Yeah. So when we come back, we will be talking about all great things. A lot of travel, too. Yeah. This is Lori and Julia.